Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Talk to Deborah Saunders, who's a White House correspondent, coming up in a little bit. Talk about some of the goings on with the president and whatnot. Um, among other things we got for you today, also going to talk to uh, somebody at some point. We're hoping about how to become a 401k millionaire, which I'm sure includes, first of all, be 22. It doesn't <laughs> hurt. <laughs> Hey, just one more quote from this Ben Mesrick book. He wrote the uh, the social network, didn't he? Well, he wrote the accidental billionaire, billionaires about the uh, Winklevoss twins who were involved in the early days of Facebook and claimed Zuckerberg stole it. And the, the key phrase here that I thought was really interesting was he said, um, he said the book, see, this is the problem with the Internet. Oh, I really think we got Mark Zuckerberg right in the original telling. Um, Zuckerberg believed, gosh, dang it, I just strolled right to it. Uh, 
Oh, where is it? He says, essentially, Zuckerberg from the beginning believed he wanted to change the world order. Oh, here it is. Oh, I think really? from the this very beginning, he set out to dominate and change the social order. He believed from the very beginning that the walls we build of privacy are bad. And that the more we share and the more our data is out there, the better the world is. Wow, this is huge. <clears throat> that's that's megalomania or something. Well, and and it gets to the intent. I I had believed that it was all accidental. And then once it started making him super rich, he was just okay with it. But the idea that from the very beginning... He's uh, he's been out to change the social order, and he thought privacy should uh, should go away. That that's that's a that's a new view right. of Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg. That's a bizarre notion. Well, Ben Metric's pretty uh, well thought of. Hmm. We'll have to dig into that. Well, we'll have to talk to him. I wonder if that makes any difference legally, because I intent. Yeah, don't know. Of course, a lot of the stuff he's done, there are no laws against because Google and others uh, bribe slash lobby our, uh, our Congress so much, they haven't passed any of the laws that they've got in other countries. And our United States Senators. Mr. Zuckerberg, you keep speaking about this coding. Now, I what sent is you coding? a telegram on or about May 9th, 2008. You've not yet responded. <laughs> That's part of the problem, I always say. But, um, for some reason, it's just, oh, I know it came up in conversation during the commercials. I, Somebody posted some, something the other day, and their handle was Garfunkel and Oats. And I thought that was the funniest thing I'd ever heard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I see their point. <laughs> that was hilarious. Uh, West Coast bum explosion update. That I, I, I don't have the, a sense of what the homeless situation is like for all of the country. I know Tucker Carlson has made this an ongoing feature every night on his show. Uh, a homeless update. And and he was talking the other night about how he's surprised the reaction he's been getting to this. They just planned to do it for like a week or so, but they've gotten more reaction to it than practically anything they've done from all over the country, from people who are talking about the, the homeless crisis. And it's interesting with the economy better than it's ever been that we got so many people uh, just hanging around doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's one update for you. This is from Seattle, one of your West Coast cities. It's got a serious homeless situation Huge going on. Huge bomb explosion. It's a bum and junkie problem. Uh, So they went in and began removing a homeless camp in a certain area of uh, Seattle. Once these camps get up to a certain level, then, you know, the public screams and yells. Well, the public screams and yells for a very long time. And then finally, at some point, the authorities do something about it. Because the activists will say, and we, I'm not hearing a lot of compassion here. City officials said they prioritized clearing this area due to the conditions or concerns about the presence of biohazardous waste, damage to the natural environment, and the difficulty of getting emergency responders to the site. Police are also worried about criminal activity in the area after a similar operation last week found drug rings at encampments in Pioneer Square and the Chinatown International District. Officers found real and fake guns, knives, machetes, and a sword, as well as drugs and over $20,000 in cash. $20,000 in cash in the homeless camp. Mm. It's a bum and junkie camp. Yeah, that that, that is something. So, somehow we got to get the uh, tide turned on the perception of this. The, the, the bleeding hearts won the day. Uh, for quite a while mm-hmm. of convincing everybody that we should we should feel bad to have an even the slightest negative thought 
about the scary person that is hanging around your car when you get out of it and go into uh, that business. Because they're unfortunate. And you somehow contributed to their unfortunate situation, whether you know it or not. And we should pour millions of dollars into making their lives better. And I feel like the tide has turned as we're getting more information from documentaries and and, 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 and police departments or whatever about the level of it just being, you know, criminals and drug addicts. And or people who either don't mind living that way or just make terrible decisions over and over again. There's a big article out of Sacramento that they can't get people into housing because they'd have to give up their pet. Now, at the point you decide, and listen, I love my dog, too, um, but at the point you decide, no, I'm just going to keep living outside because I like my dog, um, I'm not, I don't want to give any more tax dollars to you. So I Forget stopped, it. I stopped by a convenience store a couple days ago on the way home from somewhere. I don't know what I was doing there. Anyway, I stopped at this convenience store, and this little, like, 22-year-old uh, girl that worked there, uh, who at my age looks like a child, at uh, some point, uh, oh, I was outside doing something, and she came outside the store, and she said to some bum that was sitting there in front of the door, she said, hey, Jim, you've been here for two hours now. you got to go. And he said, okay. And he got up, and off he went. And I thought, that's her job. Wow. Bum is, rouster. Is to go tell him, and apparently there's some sort of two-hour or something. I don't know, even know what, the, what their company policy is or what the city ordinance is or how it even works. Mm. But it's her job, part of her job as a 22-year-old, 22-year-old who looks like to me at my age a girl, um, to go out there and tell this big guy who, who was messed up on something. But thankfully he's cooperative. Go, yeah. But who wants to do that as part wow. of their job? Wow. Wow. And 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 again, I was by myself, so I walked in there. But no way, I walk in your business with my kids, with those people hanging around front door. I ain't doing it. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, crazy way to live. Yep. Well, we'll stay on it. It's a bomb and junkie explosion. If you, I, I've twenty thousand dollars in cash in, in, in the yeah, no. in the bomb. Well, they're selling drugs. Yep. Coming up, Deborah J. Saunders of the Las Vegas Review Journal. There are big doings at the White House, controversy, investigations, etc. Constitutional crisis. Yeah, the old CC. Hmm. What are you going to do? Armstrong and Getty. Available right now via the iHeart app and iTunes. Our two new podcasts. Armstrong and Getty, one more thing. That's our daily after show podcast. And Armstrong and Getty Extra Large featuring our interviews of the most interesting people in the world. Subscribe today via the iHeart app or iTunes. Or wherever podcasts are given away for free. Because we're stupid. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Our country is full. We want Mexico to stop. We want all of them to stop. Our country is packed to the gills. We don't want them coming up. Country has gills? If you've ever driven across Nevada, you might uh, dispute that assertion. Packed to the gills. Also at the Trump rally yesterday in Pennsylvania, people started passing out. Went a little like We this. need a doctor, please. A doctor. Please. Do we have a doctor? Doctor in the house, please. Thank you, doctor. Thank you. Take I your have, time. I have a PhD in medieval history. Well, 
You can't hurt. Come on over. <laughs> Deborah J. Saunders Some, is the. Oh, are we? Are oh, we, there's much more. We'll have to play that oh, later. Oh, really? It goes on for like two and a half minutes. What's the deal? Pe- people well, were passing out left and right. Deborah J. Saunders, it's White like one House, of those Benny Hinn things. White House correspondent, Las Vegas Review Journal, joins us. Hey, Deborah, how are you? I've never passed out watching the president speak. Do you? Uh, do, do you have any idea why people were passing out in numbers? Well, remember that remember when that happened with Barack Obama for a while. He'd go out speaking, and people were passing out all the time. I think it gets hot and stifling, and people pass out. Is it like Beatlemania? Or? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> okay. Well, I know you've written a couple recent columns about Steve Wynn back in the money-raising game and uh, common sense ruling on death penalty drugs. I'm looking forward to re- reading that because a lot of the court cases have just been laughably dumb about the, the, the drugs, but... Uh, there was a big case yesterday. A judge ruled that the president has to turn over bunches of financial records. Are you following that one? Yeah, and um, I, this is going to be the really fascinating one to watch because right it, it, as we speak, the House Judiciary Committee is talking about Don McGahn, the former White House counsel. They want to subpoena him. They may try to find him in contempt. And the president is claiming executive privilege. I think he's got a good, pretty good case here. But this idea of... Um, the House also subpoenaing his tax records from his accountant's firm. That's just so much new turf. I don't know where that ends, although I assume that they can just play the string out and just basically play the courts and, and delay it until 2020. Okay. But, but we don't know. It, it's, not, it's not clear to me how this would, would end. Well, you can find a judge in America who will rule that cars are outlawed because they damage the environment or, or claim that dogs don't exist. I mean, you can, you can find a judge to rule anything because there are a lot of crackpot judges. But, uh, yeah, I, I wonder, this one will be in the courts for many, many moons. Yeah, and because, again, they did something very clever. They didn't just ask Trump for his tax returns. They went to his accounting firm. Now, his accounting firm doesn't need to spend a fortune fighting this. Ah, good point. Right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that, 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 that is a good plan. So it's... It, it's um, and and um, so at any rate, this so we don't know how this is going to turn out, and 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 it'll be interesting to see. I I, I believe the accounting firm has said, yeah, we'll do whatever we have to do, if if, if they're forced to hand this stuff over, it goes over. Um, another interesting thing is the White House has been saying saying they just this is just political, yeah. It, yeah, <laughs> clearly it is. Yeah, I, I wonder how loud the noises are in Nancy Pelosi's ears for impeachment. I wonder if it's just like howling and she's constantly fighting it off or not. You know, I think that there are a lot of uh, Democrats who remember what happened to Republicans with uh, after they impeached Bill Clinton. And I think they understand. I, I, I think that when people go home to their districts, uh, most of these most of these Democrats, their people are not screaming for impeachment. They're looking for other things from Washington. And while people may not like Trump, impeachment is a big step. And kicking out a president the next step, if there's a conviction in the Senate, that's a, that's a it's not going to happen because you're not going to have the votes in the Republican Senate. And you're just not going to get it. But B, um, it's the idea of basically taking back an election. That's a huge, big step. And I think that having... Seeing this in our lifetimes, a lot of people realize that this is just not a win- a winning path. Could change, but that's the way it is. Well, I think Nancy is right when she said last week Trump is trying to goad us into impeachment. I think he actually is because he knows it'd be a winner for him. Yeah, I think it would. I think. I mean, we we saw what now. 
interestingly, when during the Clinton impeachment trial, his personal approval ratings were really high. And um, it, it, his approval ratings were really high. And people kept saying the economy is great. You know, we're sticking with him. And they, they hated the people who were impeaching Clinton more than they hated Clinton. But with Trump, it's a different dynamic. There are a lot of people who are just going to play and hate Trump. And um, there are a lot of people. Who, and we know that his poll ratings are not high. You know, they're under they're they're generally if they're not underwater, they're under 50 percent. So. um so this is the the. I wouldn't be so sure it's as winning as he thinks it is. Mm. You, you just don't know until until things start happening. How's he goading them into impeachment? Is he you know painting the anarchy sign on the Washington Monument or, <laughs> or punching no Gerald subpoenas. Nadler in the face or what? Saying no to the subpoenas, yeah, insulting the de- House Democrats, basically announcing that he's not going to hand anything over, like it's not even worth thinking about, it, dissing them. And we know that there are certain people who will be easily baited. Right. Deborah so, J. Saunders, White House correspondent, Las Vegas Review-Journal. Um, I We were discussing earlier this morning how I just can't pay attention to any of these investigations or hearings anymore. Um, I just, if you find something, let us know. But yeah, this breathless anticipation of the next hearing, the next witness, whatever. Have you been getting feedback from your readers or have you developed a sense? I, I, I have a feeling we're not alone. Yeah, I feel the same way. I think Don McGahn would be fascinating to watch him testify. But like Jay Sekulow, the president's attorney, or I mean, there are a lot of other people you just don't feel that way. And, and, and you're going to see them called up in front of a number of committees and they're going to tell you things that you, if you read the Mueller report, you already knew, or if you read anything else, you already knew. And so the idea that if we keep having hearings, we're going to find something new, I think it's hard to believe that. But also, do you find yourself sometimes watching Trump and having trouble following his thoughts? <laughs> yes, occasionally. <laughs> yes, the so, syntax I, is curious. I mean, I'm, this is something I've been thinking about, is I do wonder if people are are feeling that they're t- tuning things out, including Trump supporters at times tuning him out, and then people tuning the investigations out because it's more blah, blah, blah. He's tuning everything out. Well, I think that's yeah. healthy, though. The obsession with politics is unhealthy. It's no way to live your life. Oh, you're right about that, but I wonder uh, if you're trying to win a, a race, if everybody's tuned everything out. I wonder how... How will go there? Maybe everybody's taking a deep breath before the race really starts. I wonder. Hey, uh, Deborah, we're about out of time, but thanks so much, Deborah Saunders of the Las Vegas Review Journal, White House correspondent. It's always a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Got this text. I'd rather have a PhD in history revive me than a chiropractor. (laughs) Wow. What's I agree. The animus of Michael. Now you're joining in, Uh, kicking those poor uh, gals and guys while they're down. It's a shame. (laughs) You got a crick in your neck. There's no better place to go than your local chiropractor. Uh, We got this text. I mentioned this after we were in New York City last year. I spent Thursday through Sunday in New York City. I walked 6.1 miles through Central Park and the environs. Each day, I saw one homeless older woman the whole visit. What are they doing right? That was my experience when I was in New York, too. We got an email earlier. to living on the West Coast. Today, uh, the West Coast bum explosion is just stunning. If you haven't spent any time on the West Coast, it, you just can't believe it. Just city after city after city. It's just exploded. Except for Pasadena, apparently. We got an email. They were walking all over Pasadena. They spent a lot of time in Pasadena, California. They saw no bums. Zero bums. The guy asked his uh, relative, who was also there in a different place. He said, no, I've seen zero bums. 
What is Pasadena doing? If you're used to, like, East Coast homeless, you'd be shocked you walk around Portland, Seattle, San Francisco, San Diego. You'd think, holy crap. Yeah. The people who were also visiting there from places like Sacramento, the Bay Area, and Seattle that I spoke with also said they saw exactly zero bums. I don't know if we all got lucky or if Pasadena is doing something special. But I I will say it was nice. Hmm. Awesome. Uh, What's coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? Well, Iranian-backed rebels are claiming another attack on the Saudis today. The battle over abortion heating up nationwide right now, and Elon Musk scores another big win for his SpaceX grand plans. Cool. I'll have to read Lindsey Graham's tweet about Iran from yesterday. There's, there's some serious hard saber rattling going on. Oh, boy. I hope it doesn't turn into something. Well, and your, your Iran-backed groups are claiming credit for some of these attacks I said were ridiculous. All on the way in the Armstrong and Getty Show. <laughs> So China didn't get to watch Game of Thrones because of the Trump's trade war and something to do with the service that provides him. How do they watch Game of Thrones? With subtitles? Uh, or dubs. But yeah, probably subtitles. They God, ship it out to... Would you want to watch some complicated Chinese drama and have to read the subtitles and follow it? Just wouldn't find it that pleasurable. Yeah, I wonder if they overdub it. They got you know million and a, or billion and a half people. I watched I've like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Granted, that's two hours. It was one of the com- biggest wastes of time of my life. <laughs> I'm still angry about that. Yeah, I was kidding. Like, two I hours, would, not seventy, but a I would different. attend a march against that movie now. And that was what twenty five years ago. That movie was Please, awesome. It was I remember at the time me coming in and complaining about Crouching Tiger, Hidden Plotline. <laughs> Nothing happened. A lot of flying around. Anyway, back to the news now, Marshall Phillips. Uh, Yemen's Houthi rebels say they launched a bomb-laden drone into Saudi Arabia, targeting an airport with a military base, and saying that they struck an arms depot there. Now, Marshall, have you spoken with the Houthi rebel leaders yourself? Because I'm questioning this report. I just, and I've made this clear, I don't get why they would launch these pathetic... Attacks that can only provoke uh, the United States and Saudi Arabia and whomever else to get more seriously involved. I I don't get their end game. So last week, Lindsey Graham, among others, was concerned about, what's the president talking about? What are we doing here? Uh, We we don't know anything about the threat. So then they had a closed-door meeting, told all these, uh, you know, leaders. Lindsey, close the door. Leaders of various committees, what was going on, and then and then a number of them came out, seemed to be quite rattled. And Lindsey Graham has since said, "Well, bless my soul, if the Iranian if, if the Iranian threats against American personnel and interests are activated, we must deliver an overwhelming military response. Stand firm, Mr. President. <laughs> overwhelming military response wow. threat is a pretty big threat in the world of de- de- diplomacy. Yeah, wow." I, I, what 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 intelligence do we have? What what are they thinking of doing? I'd like to know. We we seem to be go really really going out of our way to make it very clear that you can't do that. And Lindsay do went do from that. what's going on to yeah. major military risk, overwhelming. Right. Yeah. Right. Wow, overwhelming military response against Iran, which has four times the population of Iraq and is almost four times as big a country. Land, land wise, much bigger deal than Iraq. And it's probably worth pointing out that when you talk about Iran, you might be talking about the Revolutionary Guard. 
You might be talking about the mullahs. You might be talking about the uh, the elected government. But nobody's ever really sure, moment to moment, week to week, who's behind various moves. Right. Meanwhile, Iran, uh, Iranian tensions, rather, in the Persian Gulf, are the subject of competing meetings in the House and Senate today. Both of those closed to the public and the press. Today's meetings on Capitol Hill come as lawmakers from the Trump administration uh, say they cannot take the country into war without approval from Congress. The briefing's another indication... Since when is that the case? Yeah, the briefings are another indication of wariness by Democrats and some Republicans about the White House sudden policy shifts in the Middle East. So they're, again, they're briefing everybody today behind closed doors. All right, all right. We'll, we'll hope for some clarity, Marshall. Bring it to us. Pro-choice rallies are being held in every single state today. At noon local time, advocates are planning to speak out against abortion bans. The hashtag Stop the Bans movement sponsored by groups like the ACLU and Planned Parenthood. So that will be going on today as well. The FCC is giving the green light for Elon Musk's SpaceX to launch more than 4,400 satellites, creating a network to sell home Internet. The first launch is set for later this week after an earlier delay. The satellites will be in low Earth orbit, offering faster speeds than current satellite Internet. You know, China's got satellites floating around out there called grappler satellites that are designed to grab our satellites if they ever need to. Holy cow. And kamikaze satellites that are designed to smash into our satellites if they ever need. It's like pro wrestling up there. Yeah, it's not good. I hope we have the same thing. Well, that's why the president's developing that uh, space force or whatever. Machinations in outer space going on even well, as we speak. It's the next frontier of military control, Marshall. Yes, it clearly is. It's the high ground. Get on your game. Now I don't wake know. up. I don't know if you heard. Sit out with my rifle at <laughs> night, just waiting for a Chinese satellite to wander by. Just take pop shots at it. I bet you can get that information. Which little glow in the sky is a Chinese satellite? You'll also get to meet your local law enforcement. How much do you have to lead a satellite by to hit it with a bullet? I'll get to work on the math. Go ahead, Marshall. Whitney Houston. 14 carry the three. Whitney Houston may be reappearing before fans very soon. She uh, she passed some time ago. That'll be gruesome. (laughs) The late singer's estate announced they have partnered with Bass Hologram to create an evening with Whitney. <laughs> An evening with Whitney, the Whitney Houston Hologram Tour. Okay. A concert uh, arriving seven years after her death will feature a live band, backup singers accompanying her master recordings. She died a drug addict in the bathtub, right? Yeah, that, I do believe so. That is yeah. the report, yes. Yeah. Drowned, right? Yeah, rough. Yeah. Yeah. Golden State Warriors headed to their fifth straight NBA Finals. They outlasted the Trailblazers 119-117 in overtime in Game 4 of the West Finals in Portland. The Warriors are going to be facing either the Milwaukee Bucks or the Toronto Raptors. Stay home. In- you might as well stay home. What? <laughs> Who are you yelling at? The Milwaukee Bucks and the Toronto oh, Raptors. You oh. might as well just stay home. Don't, even bother Don't waste up. your time. Don't even play yeah. the game. Stay in your time zone. <laughs> NBA Finals start, what, nine days from now? Ten days from now? Yeah, the 30th. Ten days from <laughs> okay. now. Okay. Yeah. There you go. That's so the Warriors, with their break, are going to play four games in 20 days. Mm. So they'll be plenty rested. It'll be like a new season. Yeah, it should be done by August. <laughs> there you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, The Conscience of the Nation. <laughs> The NBA ought to just stretch it till there's overlap. The finals are still going on when the season begins. 
mean, you, they're going to have some formula for the teams in the finals. They get, you know, like two wins out of three or something. So like you're that. playing your game three of your finals, and then you have a back to back with Minnesota and Milwaukee. Oh, that's just regular right. that's season the way games, out. Right, exactly. In between games three and four. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. There'd be controversy. They're resting their starters. <laughs> You might as well. That's the next step. <laughs> Absolutely. So if we already committed to doing something this hour, I don't want to tease something we won't get to. Uh, I had committed to something, but I don't remember what it was I committed to because I got the uh, mind. Somebody started. help Mr. Armstrong with his commitments. What is he committed um, to? A couple of different things that I wanted to bring up. One, the, the, the latest belief. You remember the attacks on our diplomats where they got the brain oh, right. problems with the sound Absolutely, and everything? yeah. The latest version of the story from uh, from some, some smart people is it's a case of what they used to call mass hysteria. Wait it's a Nothing minute. physically happened at all. Wait a minute. That's the latest. Yeah, that's the latest from commies, and you're on their side, apparently. <laughs> Among other commies things. Commies scrambling the brains of our brave American diplomats. On the Armstrong oh. and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. People skipped work today because they were watching the finale last night, which is... I mean, the show is over at 10.30. It's, if staying up until 10.30 makes you so tired you can't go to work, you're either too old to have a job or too young to be watching this show. It's, it's a decent point. Yeah. Were people ingesting alcohol and other intoxicating substances, do you suppose? Well, even if that's the case, it's 10.30. Yeah, you, get you up. You can't drink a little it's time 10.30 to go to work. and then go to work. Right. Crying out in this country, Jack. Where's so, our toughness? Toughness that beat back the Nazis and exactly. Hirohito. Exactly. Mm. Um, so I find this interesting. I don't know if it's it's true in this case, but it's interesting nonetheless. Something called functional disorders, which apparently are a fairly big deal. It's basically the idea of your your mind uh, taking over and got to word this properly. Well, I'll word it improperly, then fix it. Okay. Your mind convincing you you've got something wrong when you don't actually have anything wrong with you. Your mind can actually create symptoms. Well, it's physical be- symptoms. Yeah, it, yeah, it's beyond that. So that's what the the doctor in this New York Times doctors, many doctors that they interviewed, and psychologists and different sort of stuff were pointing out in this New York Times magazine article. It's it's not in your mind. It's insulting to say that it's in somebody's mind. That at the at the point that they've got something, it's in their body. It's just that their mind created it. But mm-hmm. they have they have it. Mm-hmm. It feels the same way. It's right. the same pain. It's not fake pain. It's real pain or real inability to use your hand or whatever it is. They've mm-hmm. got a bunch of examples throughout history. It used to be called hysteria, and they thought it just happened to women. <laughs> And that was the belief for like 100 years. Then he decided it happened to men and women. Then there was this term mass hysteria, what they're trying to get away from, too. Trying to get away from any um, judgment of people for this happening because it's it's, it's as real as real can be. Fair enough. When it happens to someone. Mm -hmm. And these particular scientists believe that that is what happened in the case of our diplomats in Cuba and China who started having all these pains in their head or losing vision or hearing or whatever. And recent stories that it was some sort of electromagnetic attack or, 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 or 
microwaves or right. some sort of, you know... It's the theory I'm sticking with. ...really high-tech attack from from Russia or China or whoever. They believe, these, these particular scientists believe, and, and the New York Times Magazine interview talks to a bunch of people who say, yeah, I mean, I just don't... I've never thought it was those waves. I just... It, and they talk to military experts who don't think it happened. There's just there's no other examples of this happening anywhere. We don't think we have the ability to do this. So they think it's some sort of something happened to one of them, then word got around, and then they all started feeling these symptoms. And that this and they have all kinds of examples throughout history where this sort of thing has happened with with different episodes. Is this the same New York Times that was soft on communism in the forties, Jack? <laughs> I don't know if that's the point. And and again, I my interest was not so much in the uh, the diplomats' case as just the fact that it exists at all because they had all kinds of stories in here of a guy who did, 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 a story. There's a story in the news. You see a story in the news about uh, muscular sclerosis, MS. Yeah, and uh, and you will have people who come down with MS systems who do not have MS. It happens all the time. Yeah, they said there are more people that suffer suffer from functional disorders, which is what they say the pre- preferred term is. Uh, that's a non-term. It doesn't, uh, you know. Okay. It's one of your modern milk toast terms. What would you like to call it? I don't know. Crazyville. <laughs> Welcome to Crazyville. Population, <laughs> you. No, I don't know. I had a psychosomatic disorder. There's nothing wrong with that, is there? Um, there are more patients that have these functional disorders than have MS in the country. Everybody's heard of MS. There's an MS treatment center in every large city, but we hardly have any uh, treatment for these functional disorders what people have. But anyway, in this particular kid, they got this college kid who saw some story about MS, took on all of the symptoms and pain and everything of MS, was in a wheelchair, you know, in a horrible situation for months. They, they finally figured out it was a functional disorder. We're able to convince him and everything that, no, you don't have it. And pretty soon he's up and out of the hospital. I guess I'm fine. And walks out of the hospital. <laughs> and, and they had lots of examples of that. And then the, the point really being of how incredibly powerful the mind is. Sure. If it sets off in a, in a crazy direction. Yeah, we've barely scratched the surface of our understanding of the power of the brain. Sure. It is fascinating. I had a friend in high school who had a psychosomatic illness problem, and I had to work hard to wrap my head around that. It really is, you know, in another direction, in a positive way, it's how people like Steph Curry or Michael Jordan or Tiger Woods, they can harness their mind for, I am so convinced that I can do this, I am going to do it, mm-hmm. in a way that other people can't. Yeah. Because the brain is so incredibly powerful. Mm-hmm. You get it absolutely 100% convinced, I make all my free throws in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And you just do, uh, in a way that the rest of us can't do that. Well, some people, unfortunately, their brain is telling them, you have a serious illness. And, oh. they, then, then, and they do that. Steph Curry missed a free throw last night. In the uh, fourth quarter? Did he really? Yeah, after 83 in a row. Wow. Yep. Yeah, he he was laughing about it. A bunch of guys on the court were kidding him, and he went back and then stroked the next two, hit the bottom of the net. He's washed up. Yeah, his brain doesn't work so good, does it? (laughs) Old enough to remember when Steph Curry made free throws. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) Boo! Boo! Learn to shoot! The crowd yelled for, you know, the 10 seconds it could. And he got back to business. Um, but anyway, I find that really, really interesting. Speaking of interesting. And really troubling since I got, you know, my son taken to the hospital, doing all these tests, doing all these things. I don't think he has this, but it could be anything. I mean, when the mind has got the ability to do this sort of damage to you, who knows what's wrong with anyone? I don't know the state of the literature on this sort of thing or, or where we are in understanding it. 
fairly early-ish, I'm guessing, by modern standards. But uh, I, I wonder at what age it, it crops up. Is it as common among five-year-olds as 35-year-olds? Is it a something adults come up with because, you know, life gets a little complicated? I don't know. If I remember reading the book like about... Like I said, I knew a teenager. If I remember reading the book about the Salem Rich Trials... Uh, correctly, several years ago when it came out, it was a similar sort of thing that happened there. They just, you know, word got around and people were, they they believed it. They believed they had flown around or were possessed or whatever. Right. They fully believed it themselves. Of course, of course that's old times. and You know, old-timey people were totally different than current people. <laughs> yeah, but the idea that you could hear a story about an illness and then take on all the actual pain and symptoms of it, yeah. be completely convinced you have it. And Troubling. then somebody talk you out of it, basically. Oh, okay, good. And then you get a body turn. That was crazy. I mean, I was completely convinced. I flew around and cast spells. But uh, now that I think about it, no, nah, I didn't. Thought I had MS. <laughs> hmm, guess I didn't. Anyway. Wow. Want to play golf Friday? Wow. Coming up, uh, an argument you're going to hear over and over again. The flaw in it and why it bothers me so much that people keep pushing it. Uh, but I want, I need time. I need time to stretch out. I've got a great tease I need to do because I want to do this tease more than I want to do the story. I'll just do the oh, it's tease. it's one of those stories. Yeah. Huh? Okay, go ahead. Guy who blew $4,000 lowering his car, demanding his town pay because he can't drive over speed bumps to get to work. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, Hilarious. Boy. Oh. You see those cars sometime and you think. Yes, you do. Yeah. Low rider. Oh, so uh, this guy, he, he you don't know his name. And you don't care, uh, probably. But he just called the Australian election. And he called it for the party that was behind in the polls for the last three years. And he said, nope, they're going to win. Dude also called Donald Trump's win and Brexit's win. In similar fashion. So who does he like in the Belmont Stakes? That's the question. No, that is not the question. Uh, This guy, he's an Australian professor. He is considered one of the world's leading experts in analyzing social media data and interpreting that to indicate voting patterns. Well, that's interesting. Someday computers will have it figured out. You'll absolutely be able to predict what's going to happen. Well, and this, you know, I'm not going to go super into depth into this, but it's almost good that it's about the Australian election because then people won't get all obsessed about Trump or not Trump or or whatever. Who's he thinks going to win between the Bucks and the Raptors? Oh boy, he's got a blind spot for sports. He said, uh, "I was monitoring social media over the last month, and I made many public statements saying that I don't see any grounds that Labor would win, despite the polls saying differently." Talking about the parties in Australia. Particularly this last week, I accessed millions of tweets, and it was clear to me that apart from, he mentions two Australian states where labor was ahead, there were no grounds for labor taking over. His accurate prediction comes as polling companies face scrutiny on the results published during the election campaign. Despite trailing in every major poll for three years, these other guys retained power on Saturday night and could yet form a majority government. Polling, betting parlors, because like in England and Australia, you can bet on elections, which I, I love that. I That's could, wild. I, I could become a degenerate gambler gambling on politics. Um, Hunter S. Thompson used to be into that a lot. But anyway, um, both the polls and the betting markets were off. And experts are increasingly, increasingly turning to social media to judge voter sentiment on a larger scale. If they legitimately won and weren't secretly working with New Zealand, I think there should be investigation. Oh, boy. The New Zealand hoax! The collusion! They colluded with the New Zealanders! Um, they, and then he talks about 
the Facebook pages, but how important video sharing is and how that's an indicator of, of this, that, and the other, and and the nature of the pages and the sort of social engagement that he looks for. And uh, But I tell you what, this guy's name is Professor Bella Stantic. And, you know, I'm going to make a mental note. I'm going to jot that down somewhere, put a Post-it note on my computer back in the office. Because come uh, 2020, if I hear this Australian professor says something about the election, mm-hmm. I'm going to go out and wager heavily. Yeah, does he make his predictions ahead of time? Because that's really a key to the whole prediction thing. Well, yes. Uh, well, if it's not, just, that's what I thought would happen. It's not ahead of time. It's just diction. <laughs> I knew it. These, these are predictions. <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. I'm uh, right again. <laughs> the Armstrong and Getty Show. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. 